it's a story that continues week by week by week, and we just like to try and find out a little bit more about it. The Center for Analytics and Behavioral Change, or CABC, uh, focus on social media and try to analyze what are some of the fractures in our social cohesion during the COVID-19 crisis through analyzing social media and understanding what those dialogues are about. On the line with us, we have Stuart Jones, who's the program director. Stuart, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Thanks very much. Stuart, what are some of the short stories that, uh, or not short stories, but top (laughs) stories that have like been coming out this week? Yeah, we we registered 45 protests in the week uh, 1 July to 7 July. And some of the main themes, um, we had predicted that uh, protests around um, personal protective equipment in hospitals would grow. uh, And that has happened. We've seen eight uh, COVID-19 related protests, of which uh, five were in hospitals. Um, Also, saying with COVID-19, two protests around the reopening of schools, um, one by parents and one by, uh, by learners. Uh, and then just to show how far conspiracy theories can go, um, a protest against a COVID-19 vaccine trial at um, at Fitz University. So those are the COVID-19 proposals for that week. Um, and then we've seen xenophobia continue to to rise. We've been tracking um, the Put South Africans First hashtag, yep. uh, and they, they started calling for a truck strike a few weeks ago, and that happened this week on uh, July the 7th. That's right. Um, and it effectively ended up being nationwide in a number of different provinces, I think four or five different provinces. Uh, there was some violence uh, in which trucks were burnt, uh, and there was some blocking of roads. So that, um, that did take place, and that's something that we're continuing to watch as xenophobia uh, continues to grow uh, in the country. We saw a prison protest as well, and we believe that that might... Um, might might grow and then uh yeah uh, something to watch particularly if you're on social media uh is a narrative that's starting to emerge around farm attacks and farm murders um and it's in relation to the black lives matter movement uh that's gaining so much traction yeah, in the u.s um it's then turned into an all lives matter so kind of pushback on a race basis um, and a lot of uh, attention now being focused on farm attacks. It's a very contentious and divisive issue, Absolutely. and it's one that's ripe for mis- and disinformation. So we're just asking pe- people to be careful about what they see and, and what they read. Um, and then if you like big corporations taking on even bigger corporations, um, the good news is that one of the protests this week was Coca-Cola South Africa being the first um, South African country to say that they would post no social media content uh, and run no um, ads. Uh, in protest against uh, particularly Facebook uh, and their inaction in or what they consider their inaction in addressing fake news discrimination wow. uh, and hate speech online. So, so yes, that's the first country to uh, the, the first company from South Africa to do that. We're not so, sure how much impact this will have. Um, Mark Zuckerberg seems to be digging his heels in, uh, but, but it does. But it's it does in raise, the conversation. It does mm. raise an amazing. I mean, so Coca-Cola South Africa is the first South African company to say we are not going to post advertising mm. on Facebook um, because of the the hate speech, the misinformation, the disinformation. Mm. They just believe that that Facebook is particularly is not doing enough, not to just single out Facebook, but that is obviously the main the main culprit in this. Um, and Coca Cola globally, or certainly Coca Cola in the United States, has already joined that boycott. Uh, and Coca Cola South Africa came behind now, uh, and we'll see if more if if more follow. Um, you know, it's not it's not hitting Facebook really where it hurts in the pocket yet, because Facebook has hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of advertisers around the world. Uh, so it actually relies on small advertisers rather than rather than the big ones. But it's hitting the news. It's affecting their share price. And so they may make some concrete moves. We'll just have to watch that space. How is COVID-19 uh, figuring in, the, in your list of top stories? 
Um, in terms of the protests, yeah. uh, it's, it's right up there. Um, and, I mean, everything is COVID-19 related at the moment. So there's service delivery protests that are going on as well. That's a sort of sideline, and that's yeah. around electricity mostly. Uh, there were seven of those uh, and some housing protests as well. But otherwise, everything is related to either xenophobia linked to COVID-19, uh, prison protests related to not being able to see uh, visitors during COVID-19 lockdown, um, and COVID-19 protests themselves. We also have an unknown basket where we're not quite sure what the exact reason for the protests were, of which there were 18 of the 45, but quite a number of those are likely to be COVID-19 related as well. So it's definitely, it's, you know, as the surge is hitting, uh, particularly now in Gauteng, um, it's really, really hotting up. And we're just asking everyone to be careful, both in real life and on social media as well. Stuart Jones, the Programme Director of the Centre for Analytics and Behavioural Change, and focusing on misinformation, disinformation, and storylines that are following on social media. I must say the Coca-Cola South Africa story is really inspiring. I'm impressed. Well done, guys. Would you support Coca-Cola for saying we're not going to advertise on social media because of the misinformation? What's your take? How would you feel about that?